is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people, interesting questions. Joined with me today is Abby Russell. Abby, how are you today? Hello, I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking and thank you for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for being <laughs> on. Uh, but before we dive into the questions, we got a couple quick ground rules just to set the stage here. Uh, ground rule number one. Uh, of course, you could take as much time or as little time as you need to answer the question. If a yes or no suffices, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better answer, I want to hear that story. Great. Uh, ground rule number two. There's nothing wacky in here. This isn't a, a 60 minutes interview. <laughs> if you want to skip anything, you can. No judgment. No problems. Great. And ground rule number three. Despite the name of the show being 99 questions there might be a follow-up there might be <laughs> some of these might just be a prompt there's at least a couple that are just sentences that i didn't even put a question mark at the end of <laughs> so let's not get into the semantics of it you know don't count them is all i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> it seems like so much work for someone who should just be enjoying a podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's far too much work if you ask me. uh but the first of those non-questions abby are you ready yes good answer all right question <laughs> number one what's the perfect breakfast Ooh, i love um, an over easy egg. I think an egg with like a runny yolk, like a fried egg with a runny yolk is delicious. When I went to London about a year ago, I, I love an English breakfast. I think that's a perfect breakfast. I love the beans with the egg with the like fried meat, um, perfection. And then like a hash brown type of thing. I could do, you know, I could take or leave the blood pudding. Like it's fine. Uh, (laughs) but I would say, I think like an English breakfast rules, big fan or, you know, anything that's like, an over easy egg plus like a potato thing and a meat thing, you're probably good. Anything you'd like get at a diner, I'm on board with. 100% agree. 100%. Yeah. Uh, question two, who's the coolest dude? The coolest dude? Ah, interesting question. <laughs> I mean, we I get feel very like my philosophical first here. <laughs> thought, yes. I mean, just think it like dude is a very specific kind of kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to, um, I feel like the coolest dude is my friend, Kevin Budnick's cat, Steven. Um, he's a pretty cool dude. He's like, he's real top heavy in a way I enjoy. He's like built. I think he's a pretty cool dude. Steven, shout out to Steven. <laughs> also, I like the way you phrased that sentence because I think Kevin got his hopes up for a second and then you were like, <laughs> ah, apostrophe S his cat, actually. <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Sorry to Kevin. Kevin's a very cool dude as well. But I mean, compared to Steven, we all pale, you yeah, know. That's fair. Uh, question number three, steak, chicken, or fish? Ooh, I'm going to say steak. I think steak is delicious and it feels like a fun treat. I try not, I try not to eat too much beef 
but I still do. I just, it's bad for the environment, but mm. um, I want to say steak. First of all, I was also going to say, I think sushi is delicious, but similarly, like depending on where you're get, you're getting it, not the most ethical farming. Yeah. Um, but I would say, yeah, I, th- I think my gut instinct is steak. Nice. Yeah. Question four, what's the best gift you've ever gotten? Oh, wow. Um, that's an interesting question. I'm sure I've had some really great ones over the years that I probably will think back and be like, that was probably the best. I mean, I've like gone on trips as gifts, which Ooh. is like an incredibly generous thing, but it's, you know, I remember at the end of my graduation, I went to Japan with my dad, which was really incredible. Um, so I feel like that's sort of hard to beat because it's like a, a lifelong memory. Um, but also my cat tater tot was a gift for my 17th birthday. Um, so he's really the gift that keeps both giving and taking. <laughs> oh that's amazing yeah uh question five a flip of the script here what's the best gift you've ever given Ooh, that's a great question ah best gift i've given um you know i like to think of myself as a pretty good gift giver i think i've maybe gotten worse over the years if we're being honest because i feel like when i was like in high school and was working a job and had disposable income it was great and like a really nice way and i just had like the time to like cater gifts to people in a way that i think they would like and i would like make gifts too and i feel like now i'm just like look i'm busy (laughs) all right (laughs) like we all just kind of want the thing we want that's like i'm also at the age of like being an adult where like if i want something i generally just like get it and i feel like most of my friends and most of the adults i get gifts for nowadays are in a similar boat so i feel like it's harder to give like an amazing gift when it's someone is just like well i need more socks you know what i mean or like (laughs) i need this utility item um i'm sure i've like made gifts for people that i think are probably like my best just considering it's like really thoughtful um i try to be pretty thoughtful about it but I don't think I have a good answer off off the top of the dome. Okay, that's fair. Uh, question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Um, I think it depends on which age of Abby we're talking about. Oh. When I was like around middle school age, I really wanted to be a plastic surgeon. Wow. Um, I loved surgery shows on television. And I, I think what it was was I wanted to be a surgeon. And I wanted to like be a doctor and do good work. But I thought that surgeons were all like ER doctors who were like always on call. So I was like, well, a plastic surgeon, I could set my own hours and have like a normal office job. Um, and I, you know, I didn't realize like there are other doctors who I think have similar things, you know, it's like you schedule like for any kind of doctor for the most part for surgery. Um, but that I think was like around middle school age around high school when I was a little more seriously considering like, what am I going to do for college? I wanted to be an astronaut. Um, I wanted to study aerospace engineering, which is what my dad studied. Um, but I realized my dad is much smarter than me, cares a lot more about astronomy than me and is much more driven than me. And he didn't become an astronaut. He did like all the right things. He like joined the Navy to become like a Navy pilot and did all this stuff and like still didn't become an astronaut. And at that, especially at the time I was graduating high school, it seemed like NASA really was dying. So I was like, well, maybe I won't do that. And I was going to study um, like audio engineering. And then I fell into studying film studies so that was sort of my journey to like studying film um and I don't even I you know I mean I, I, I was a producer but I didn't you know I wound up getting into like comedy and doing other things that weren't just film anyway but um 
Yeah. So it was like, you know, plastic surgeon to astronaut to audio engineer. I wanted to like tour with bands because I was like, I like music a lot, but I don't think I'm particularly uh, good at writing music or I don't, I didn't want to write music. I enjoy like learning songs and playing them, but not necessarily being good at them, Mm. (laughs) but I wanted to be around music. So I was like, well, I should do, you know, I should tour with bands and like do the soundboards for them, which I think is, I think I still, I definitely have like the skill set for that. I did wind up like learning how to like set up an audio board and, you know, plug in a bunch of amps, but yeah, never really happened, which is fine. I'm happier off. I think not doing that, but yeah, that was sort of the trajectory of like my dreams and me being on like plan D basically. That is a fascinating trail (laughs) of one job to another. (laughs) Well, I feel like when everyone's a kid, they always have that, like, I don't really know what jobs are. So this is the one I want. And then when I became like older and had a more of a realization of that, I feel like it's not uncommon to have like a lofty dream and then to realize like, well, this is because, you know, I, I I did sort of come to terms with realizing like, because I started like editing these little videos for the internet when I was like 14 or 15. And I did those pretty consistently through high school. So I was like editing all the time and like doing film stuff. And I loved film. So it actually just made sense that I was like, yeah, I actually do film stuff already. Like, why aren't I doing this full time um, until I was? Makes total sense. Yeah. From cutting people's noses to cutting film at <laughs> <it> all. Exactly. <laughs> uh well then number seven what's the largest animal you can beat in a fight Mm, it'd probably be pretty small (laughs) um yeah because i feel like animals are kind of designed for combat whereas like humans are designed for thinking we're like soft and squishy and weak at least i am um because like you know i think i I've been around a cat enough to know that like if a cat really wants to mess me up they probably could i'd have to get in there early to like get the scruff of their neck or something um so there I there are very few, I want to say. I think I probably couldn't take many things. <laughs> Maybe like a rabbit, a bunny rabbit, but even they're pretty quick. I think they'd get away. <laughs> they're agile. They're they're yes, they're exactly. not just fast, they're swift. Yeah. Yes. Uh number eight, who's someone you look up to? Hmm. This is um Another good question. Another thinker, someone I look up to. I mean, that's interesting because I think there are like different answers to this, right? Mm-hmm. Like for instance, you know, I've talked about this in depth, but I did see Bjork live um, a couple summers ago and that was like seeing her live and seeing her concert and just like seeing all the stuff she's made was very much like, why aren't I doing that? Like why, you know, obviously I didn't put on a concert, but I did like shoot make a web series. And it was like, why aren't I collaborating? Why aren't I like making stuff? So I think sometimes I get inspiration and look up to people who I don't necessarily know personally, but whose work inspires me. Um, And that's a big motivator. But as far as someone I like look up to that I know, I mean, I think that's like a harder question. I'm sure there are people, but I feel like a lot of the times it's like, I admire certain aspects about the people I know. So I might be like, wow, I think this part, this thing they do is amazing. Or like their work ethic here is amazing. But like, I think I'm better in this other way. Not that it's like a comparison of who's better, who's worse, but like, I, it's, I, you know, I don't ever want to be somebody else, which I don't think is what your question was, but this is just me talking up the answer. (laughs) Um, I I hear you. Yeah. 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 Does that make sense though? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a a very healthy way to look at it. Like you you shouldn't have one person who's just like on a pedestal, (laughs) like you, I want to be you. Like that starts to get (laughs) into bad territory. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, question nine. What's the first album you bought with your own money? Ooh, 
that's a good question. Huh. I, I don't remember the first one I bought with my own money, but I do remember some of the firsts that I picked out at the store and like chose for myself, Oh, nice. you know, versus like, cause I remember for one Christmas, like ages ago for like, obviously I got an iPod mini and my dad just like uploaded a bunch of music to it. And I started listening to it and it, I figured it's like, you know, I found the songs I liked and was like, Hey, more of this or whatever. But it was like, someone catered this music to me or I'd be like in the car and it'd be like the music my family listened to. But I do remember like, I remember being really into Pink's misunderstood album. I don't know if I bought it with my own money, but I remember that one was one that was like, this is my music and this is what I like. Um, I also remember very specifically buying St. Vincent's first album. I remember seeing it because I found her music through MySpace and I remember like, this is good. But then it was like MySpace. So I never really thought about it again. And then I saw the CD, <coughs> excuse me. I saw Marry Me, which was her first album in like a Barnes and Noble, I think. And I remember being like, yes, I remember this. I want to get it. And I feel like that was like a real stepping stone into like, discovering my own music and discovering like the indie scene wow that's phenomenal <laughs> uh question 10 what's your go-to karaoke song Ooh, i love this question it would be um i love at 17 by janice ian it is an amazing Ooh. song that is fun to sing it's like a little bit too long so my favorite the way i like to do karaoke Yes. Is I love being the center of attention. Karaoke is always one of those things. I'm like, oh, we're doing karaoke. Why? We can't talk to each other. And then the second the mic's in my hand, I'm like, hello, we're doing karaoke. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So at 17, I think is a great song because the content of it is kind of bananas. It's about being an ugly teenager. Um, It's like a little bit too long. And I know like I'd say maybe a third of the lyrics. Um. So I just think it's a fun combo for performing because usually by the end of it, people are like, why? <laughs> uh, which I just think is fun. It's also just a good song. I think it's a killer song, but it's also, um, I think, a fun karaoke song. That's I love a song that is one verse too long. When you, yes, can, when exactly. you can feel the room like, all right, maybe we should move yeah, this along and you're still. Ah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> love it. Yes. <laughs> uh question 11 what's the last song that you listened to oh i just listened to before this started i listened to i think it's called four morant by doja cat it's like a i oh. think it's kind of an unreleased song as far as i understand i think it maybe got big on tiktok which is not how i heard it i think i heard it honestly in like a fan cam and i was like i what is the song i must hear it um but she's like singing or rapping i don't know she's like singing over like uh somebody else's song but it like is it's great it's really sounds very good i forget the 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 other track she's singing over top of but i believe it's called four morant m-o-r-a-n-t like the number four m-o-r-a-n-t um i don't know it's good it's like kind of sad but it's really good Hmm. doja cat is good for those like earwormy like i'm gonna be humming this all day kind of song well, I like have listened to very little of her work. I should listen to more of it because I love this song. But I think this song is also maybe like a departure from a lot of the other stuff she's done, at least mm. from I've gathered from the YouTube comments, considering I think it's like only really on YouTube. <laughs> so gotcha. Uh, question number 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? Ooh, I mean, there's always my favorites. Like it was always very exciting. Well, it was very exciting this year to get another album from Fiona Apple. Yes. Because yes, did you like Fetch the Bolt Cutters? Big fan. I love it. Yes, love it. me too. Um, but she like also releases an album like once every like 10 years. <laughs> like I remember because when she 
because I really got into her. This was in the iPod days. I found, um, I think it was like fast as you can was like on my iPod. And I was like, who is this? I want more. <laughs> yeah. I, I like got really into her like first two albums. And this was like right around the time all the like free Fiona stuff was happening, which is where they like shelves extraordinary machine, which is her like third album. And then there was like a whole to do where like the audience basically like protested to get the album done and they did it. But anyway, the, that's neither here nor there but I remember I was like not really online at the time because I was pretty young and it was sort of before internet was as widespread as it was now so I hadn't heard about that but when like another album came out I was like holy shit because I thought it was like she put two albums out in the 90s well she's never going to put an album out again and then she finally did with Extraordinary Machine which was like 10 years later or whatever and I was like oh my god this is incredible like another album I was so psyched but then I like got into other music and when I like got into other artists who like put out an album once every two years I was like oh my god what this is amazing because I feel like Fiona Apple is still my like baseline standard of like well artists are troubled they put out music when they can put them out um so whenever I have like an artist who's like yep every couple years you're gonna get a new album I'm like this is amazing what's going on (laughs) you know (laughs) they don't just wait a decade by default exactly (laughs) yes yeah but it shows in her work I love uh, I know she's so cool i agree (laughs) she is a previous winner of coolest dude for question number two is fiona (gasps) apple that's that's a good answer she's yeah i mean her and steven tough competition (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna have to fight that cat exactly he's very top heavy from what i hear so (laughs) he's a built boy (laughs) uh let's see question 13 what's a song that brings the most emotion out of you Oh my gosh. Oh, this is our song category. I know, I can tell. It's fun. <laughs> uh, I'm trying not to just say all the same artists I talk about all the fucking time. <laughs> the most emotion out of me, that's interesting. I would say, I don't know if there's any song that I listen to and I'm like, oh gosh, and I like cry from it. I would say St. Vincent, her latest album is like on the surface like this is mass seduction it is like a real sexy album it's like she's in like latex and all this stuff and it's like there are songs that are like very explicitly about sex it's like kind of funky but like then you listen to the lyrics and they are like heartbreaking they are like so like oh my god girl are you okay like they're all really sad and she has one that i really appreciate called happy birthday johnny and i don't you know i think songs are like 100% up for interpretation. Like, I don't know what she was writing it about, but I get the vibe that she was writing about like a sibling or a family member who she's maybe estranged from. And it seems like they maybe got into drugs or got into other, Mm. they were like having a hard time and like expecting her to help. And it's sort of dealing with the guilt and shame of that. And I feel like I haven't really heard a song about that kind of like family mourning and family pain before. Um, so I think I really appreciate that song. Happy birthday, Johnny. Um, and it was a song that for a long time, listened to that album, especially with like the knee jerk of like, all these other songs are so sexy and fun. That one's just like a slow, sad piano. I'm like, who cares? But then I listened to the lyrics. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And now it's like one of my favorite songs of hers. That's uh, one of my favorite things. Also, when you're going through an album and I have the exact same reaction, yes. it's like, mm, skip this one. Skip yeah. this, like I give it the 10 <laughs> second test but then you'll go back and listen and you find like your favorite has been hidden there the entire time exactly <sighs> it's like finding yeah. gold in your living room it's the best <laughs> yes uh 14 what's your favorite music video Ooh, this is fun because there are a lot of really good music videos out there 
you know, and I feel like I also, there are music videos that I have a lot of nostalgia for, like mm. Fiona Apples. And she has a lot of fun ones that are like dancey. Like she has, um, what's it called? She has that, the paper bag, which is a great uh, song and a great music video where it's like her dancing with like a bunch of kids. I think Paul Thomas Anderson directed it because they were dating at the time. Wow. Um, so that's a fun one. Also, um, I really like any music video that has a lot of dancing. Or is just kind of like, hmm, this is kind of funny. Um, Bjork has one for Triumph of the Heart where she is like married to a cat who's like wearing a suit. And then she like goes out on a bender. So you like see her going wild all night. And then she goes home to the cat and it's like they reconcile. It's great. Um, there's, I'm trying to think. There's also Tame Impala, I think has some really good music videos. Um, there's one about there's like one with a gorilla it's like set in high school i forget the name of the song which is too bad because i love that album currents i think masterpiece album head to toe perfect album but anyway i'd say those are some good some top ones for me yeah uh 15 you got a million dollars but you have to donate it all to charity what charity is it going to um i would say i mean i i do a lot of research when i try to donate to charities generally speaking so I would want to do a lot of research, obviously, but I think I would probably donate it to the Women's Prison Association. Um, mm. So they do amazing work to help uh, women who are coming out of prison and just offer them support. And because oftentimes when people leave prison, there is there's no support for them. Um, so that's which is often why people wind up back in prison, because it's like one comfortable and familiar, but also because it's like, well, there are no resources to you know, help me out to like enter into society again. So women's prison association does a lot to help, uh, you know, women who are in prison enter society um, and go back into doing what they need to do or like help watch their kids. And it's, it's a really amazing charity and amazing program. That's tremendous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 16 favorite holiday. Favorite holiday. Hmm. Um, I'm going to say overall Halloween. Yeah, I'll say Halloween. It's tough to dispute. Yeah, I mean, Halloween's a good one. It's candy. It's candy. It's horror movies. Fun seasonal. Yeah. 17, what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? You know, I'm not really a big coffee drinker, so I rarely go into coffee shops. Um, and I love tea, but I don't want like a bag of tea. I want like a loose leaf, like proper tea. Um, so I'd say if I go into a coffee shop, I might just get like a mocha or like something real sweet and warm and like creamy. Mm. Um, but I'm not, yeah, I don't really drink a lot of coffee. You're like a decaf mocha. I'm like, all right. Which is basically just like hot chocolate with like a little bit of an edge to it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's a dash of caffeine and hot Exactly. (laughs) Uh, 18, spell the word gray. G-R-E-Y. It's a bold choice. <laughs> 19. What's your prized possession? Oh, wow. That's really hard. I don't know. I mean, I think overall I probably have too much stuff. I think like everyone, I have a lot of stuff. Um, I think, you know, I would say this is maybe a boring answer, but I think the thing that I would most be like, oh shit, if I lost, aside from like, obviously like my pet, my cat, who's like a living thing, I'm going to not include that. I would say is like, you know, my phone. I feel like that's a little bit of my lifeline. And if I don't have it, I feel a little bit like, oh shit, 
like I can't get in touch with people, which, you know, is like kind of a commentary on our society today. But like, yeah. I think realistically is like, that's the thing I would feel the loss of the most. Yeah. It's very easy to say like unplug people, but then if right. I, if I'm in my car and I leave my phone behind, I'm like, oh no, I'm incapable yes. of doing anything for three hours. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, 20. Are you competitive? Unfortunately, yes, very much so. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but yes, I am. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, do you consider golf a sport? I do. Yes. I really enjoy watching golf. Actually. I uh, used to go to the driving range with my dad all the time. It's like golf is very difficult and it's gotten more physical. Um, I talked to my friend, Justin, who's like very into golf. We would talk about golf a lot and he would talk about how like golf became a much more interesting sport when there was like, I forget the name of the golfer, but there was one golfer who like actually started working out. Cause for a long time, it was just like an old man's sport of like, You know, and like, it doesn't mean it wasn't high skill or anything, but it wasn't necessarily like, we're going to have a six pack abs and also go out and golf until somebody started doing that. And then it like really changed the sport because I think obviously it made them better because they're just like more fit overall. Um, Yeah. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's like me relaying a story I heard from someone else. So it's (laughs) probably not the most accurate thing in the world, but I think there's something along those lines happened, but I do definitely absolutely consider it a sport. Gotcha. Uh, have you ever played any sports? Yes, lots of sports. Um, in high school, I was on the diving team. Um, oh. I really enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, and I was also on the tennis team, which I didn't enjoy as much. Um, I think if I got into tennis now, I would enjoy it more because I don't think I would feel as bad about being bad at it, which I think would make me get better. Um, also, growing up, I danced for like, you know, eight years or something. Wow. Um, yeah, I did you know, tap jazz, ballet, modern, I did everything. Um, what other sports have I done? I mean, I love swimming not, I haven't swum like competitively or anything, but I just love being in the water. Um, I've definitely done other sports. I was in a dodgeball league, an adult dodgeball league a couple of years ago, which is pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah. That was a good time. Wow. Cross the board. (laughs) Uh, 23 favorite sport to watch. Oh, probably gymnastics. I think gymnastics is so beautiful and interesting and fun to watch. Um, I like, I, yeah, I just think gymnastics is like such an incredible, like, like it's, it's wild how much gymnastics has evolved too. Like it just keeps getting harder and harder. And like the difficulty level is so high for like very competitive gymnastics. Um, I think gymnastics is, yeah, really great to watch. I, I know very little about gymnastics, but it is always mind-blowing to see those, like, tweets that come out every around the Olympics where it's like, this is what won a gold medal in 1945, and this uh-huh. is what won a gold medal today. <laughs> exactly. And it's like one person just doing, like, one front flip in the, in the <laughs> 40s, and then today it's, like, spinning through the air like a top. And it's I, wild. I, absolutely insane to have that, yeah. like, control. Yeah, know. absolutely uh 24 theme parks love them big fan i love roller coasters wish i could do them all the time nice (laughs) uh 25 dubbed the ron bennington after famous radio personality you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave (laughs) and a wave of nine-year-olds a random mix of boys and girls coming down to the ring to fight you how many Of those nine-year-olds, could you beat in a fight? Probably very few. <laughs> I mean, 
it's also a thing where like morally, do I want to punch a nine-year-old in the face? You know what I mean? Like, cause I think I could probably take a few out at first before they really started getting at me. But I think just like, I think I'd be overwhelmed pretty quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm very weak <laughs> again. <laughs> also a factor, certainly a factor. Uh, 26. What's a game, you know, you can win. Ooh, I think Mario Kart at 200 CC. Oh, very specific. It is because I think a lot of people are like, yeah, I can win a Mario Kart, but I think very few people put in the time at 200 CC and I really put in the time. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I I enjoy, it's like one of those things where I've played the like highest speed so often that the other speeds I find difficult sometimes because it's like, oh, I'm not used to these turns, you know? Yeah. On specifically the newest Mario Kart or just yes. across the board? This is, yeah, just the newest one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Oh, that's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably a lot that I'm unfortunately have like a high expertise on as far as like, well, I could talk to a, for you to you for a long time about improv, you know, <laughs> like I know the history, I know the culture, I know like the different subcultures, I know the different theaters, um i think i could also probably talk a lot about video games just you know having worked in the industry for you know a number of years um i don't know i'm trying to think of something that i could talk in depth about that also i really enjoy i think one thing that people are always surprised that i know you know like a good amount about is sumo wrestling japanese sumo wrestling i do follow that sport and i really enjoy watching it um there if you want to get into it and you're like an english speaking person um Jason, like Jason Sumo Wrestling Channel, I forget what it's called, it's like Jason Sumo Channel or something. He's on YouTube. He like records his television. He lives in Japan. He's like an expat in Japan. He records his television for the sumo wrestling bouts, and then he does commentary over them in English, and then like uploads them to YouTube. Um, but they're great, and I think sumo is like really exciting to watch and really fun to watch. Um, and I like know you know not a ton about it, but I know a pretty good amount about it. I could talk to like most people about it i think wow. like more in depth than you would expect yeah <laughs> i never once thought about that as an option <laughs> and now i'm going to check out this guy's channel because I want it's see cool i think sumo is so fun to watch um yeah i think it's a really exciting sport that's amazing yeah uh favorite place you've visited favorite place i've visited oh that's hard Because I feel like, you know, I am very fortunate that I have traveled a lot all over the world and all over the U.S. Um, You know, we, I have family who've lived all over, so it's kind of forced me to travel out over the U.S. And then I've been fortunate enough to just do traveling both on my own and with family and with friends. Um, So I think it's really hard for me to pick one place because I think like, you know, I went to Iceland with some friends for a comedy festival a couple of years ago, and that was a very cool experience just because it was nice to like hang out with my friends in Iceland and to like do comedy there. And like, that was just fun for those reasons. But also, you know, like I said, I went to Japan with my dad and that was just amazing to see Japan. That was like a once in a lifetime trip. And it just felt really incredible. And I really loved being in Japan. And I think being in Japan, you know, I've been to like, I had been to other, you know, non-English speaking countries, but I think going to Japan really felt like a real culture change, um, which I think was really enriching and valuable to experience. Oh, you're really rubbing it in because those are two of my like <laughs> bucket list places to go. Yeah. And, yeah. I would say, okay, I, I'm going to give you some tips for Iceland if you go. Please. Because I please. learned a lot and I think that some people, I think one, you can get a ticket there relatively affordably. Also, if you're like going to London or something, they have like incentives to be like, 
take a day or two in Iceland, oh. um, like for airline tickets, because they want you to like fly to Iceland. I don't know if that's going to change with COVID and everything after mm-hmm. once things open up again. But anyway, there's a hot tip. You can do like a two for London, Iceland, whatever. But um, Iceland is great. I would say everyone recommends the Blue Lagoon. The Blue Lagoon stinks. It's touristy as hell. Whoa. It's out of the way. It's overcrowded. It's not great. If you want to do something like that, go to the local pools. They're like 10 bucks. They are what the locals do. So it's like the more authentic mm. experience. And it's a similar thing where it's just like a whole mess of hot tubs, basically. Um, but this is how like the locals interact and how they socialize, especially during the wintertime. Wow. Yeah. Also, Sorry. eat the hot dogs. The hot dogs are good. They're like made out of lamb, I think. And they're like all over the place. There's one hot dog vendor in Reykjavik that has like a picture of um, Bill Clinton in it. Because I guess he went there once. And that's like, I think that was the best hot dog stand. And it was like cheap. Because um, all the food there is really pretty expensive. Yeah. Because everything is like, you know, all, all the meals I think were like 40 bucks aside from the hot dog stands. But they were like, they felt like a $40 meal, you know, I think because Iceland is a place that really like supports the arts and supports like, hey, you do what you want to do. And like, we'll pay you to do it. I think it's like nobody wants to open up like a mom and pop, like a chain restaurant, you know what I mean? Um, So I think they're all like, great, here's my like gourmet this or gourmet that. And it's also like kind of catering to tourists. But those are my Iceland tips thank you yes <laughs> i'm i'm leaving mid-interview to go to iceland right now <laughs> yeah, iceland is cool. oh i can't wait one of these days one of these days yes. uh 29 what's your catchphrase oh goodness i mean there's definitely stuff i say a lot um but I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I want to know that much about myself to know what I'm saying all the time. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you've ever worn? Hmm. I'm not really big on like cosplays. Um costumes, you know, even for Halloween. I used to I had some roommates who would like go all in. So I'd like do it with them. But it's yeah, I think that's uh I think I've kind of outgrown that a little bit. Um but I remember when I was like 12, probably I, for Halloween, I went as like a wolf man and I had this like fur suit and we like cut up an old shirt and an old pair of jeans to like go over it. So it looked like I was like busting out of my clothes, yeah. and we like glued fur to my face and I had like fake, like fake monster teeth. And it was like a great costume. Um, it was very hot. And <laughs> also it was like uncomfortable. All the glue stuff on my face was like very uncomfortable. Um, so I wound up like ending trick-or-treating early but i remember being like that was a good costume we nailed it otherwise <laughs> also one for time your exactly i think another halloween like probably like a couple years after i did go as jenga the game jenga which is just like a cardboard box we painted to look like jenga and then cut holes in the side of um and i couldn't go up any stairs so like a curb i was totally screwed um because oh, of how the no. box was built if i fell over i could not get back up and I, nobody knew what I was when I would go door to door. Like, I remember I went to one person's house and I was treating with friends. They're like, oh, we see he's like Batman and like this, you know, a witch. And like, are you a chimney? <laughs> Which honestly, great Halloween costume, but yeah. Multi purpose. You can reuse it as a chimney the next year. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing that's coming to mind. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 32. What's the hobby you've dedicated the most time to? 
Probably. I mean, I guess I would consider it a hobby, probably a comedy, you know, uh, whether it's performing or taking classes or writing. Um, I think I've really put a lot of hours in and hopefully it shows, you know, I mean, I think I do it too. I think it enriches my life in a lot of other ways than just in my comedy performances, but, uh, yeah, I would definitely say comedy. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Crush on? <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. I, I feel like I have never, I was not really one to have like a celebrity crush per se. So, yeah, I don't think I have a good answer for that one. All right. Uh, 34. What's the strangest job you've ever had? Hmm. Um. Probably um in high school i had a friend who like turned me on to this gig that was like the most well-paying thing i'd had at the time i think i got like 25 or 30 bucks an hour and i only did it you know maybe like four or five hours a week but at the time i was like whoa big money you know i was like in (laughs) high school um and i would go to this doctor's office and i would file paperwork um and just listen to music for like two or three hours after school like a couple times a week um so that's probably the weirdest one it's not it's not weird because it's like this is a zany job it's just weird because it's like why was this high schooler doing this but whatever <laughs> i was happy to get paid so why not get paid yeah, for, yeah just for sitting around Absolutely. exactly <laughs> uh 35 what's a book you'd recommend the world to read oh um i'm gonna recommend I'm I don't know if this is like one that's like everybody's gotta read this book but I'm gonna just recommend a few of my favorites okay um one being Lonesome Dove I think Lonesome Dove is a great book I'd say the first hundred pages are a little dull it's a slow start it's a cowboy book about cowboys and moving up uh, a a herd of cows from Texas to Montana um and I think it's a really beautiful book and I think it speaks well about humanity and you know I think it maybe employs some like any cowboy book maybe unfortunate tropes about like race and you know um how native people are treated in america but i think it for a cowboy book knowing the genre i think it's i think it's really great and i think it's a real page turner and i really enjoy it um i also really love um a book called tell it to the bees which i'm not one for romance novels but i think this is one romance novel i was like wow i love this i think it's just a really beautiful and soft and tender book um about two women who fall in love in like the 50s it's all fiction and then they um they it's about them trying to keep that love alive and like make it work no matter what Uh, but it's just like really beautifully written I really like Mm. the way it's written um and then finally for a nonfiction book I have I just read um it's called American Prisons I believe or American Prison Um, I forget the author of it but it is about, it is a nonfiction book about a journalist who went undercover in like a prison in Louisiana as a prison guard um, to write about the prison conditions and like what it did to him, like psychologically, and also just like the history of for-profit prisons in America. And I think it's a really important read. And I think it's really enlightening in our prison system. Um, It's definitely not a fun read, (laughs) Uh, but it's very well written. It's very readable. Um, So I I think those are my three I'm going to recommend. Those are fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) uh let's see 36 a movie that always makes you laugh oh i want to say peewee's big adventure i love that movie i think it's perfect pure perfection um also i'm gonna say similar vein they're friends they went to this they both went to the groundlings and like it shows um elvira mistress of the dark 
Her movie is so funny. I think it's on Hulu, or at least it was as of a couple months ago. It is so funny. I love it. It's similar. It's in a similar vein to like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but like more horny. <laughs> um, but it's just yep. like such funny, goofy, silly, like stupid humor, which I really love. Um, and just like a, she, it's just like a great, great character work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love it. Uh, 37. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? Um, you know, I think that's a hard question because I've seen a lot of movies and a lot that I didn't particularly enjoy. I think always what rubs me is like when I see a movie that I'm like, Jesus, this is insufferable. And then people love it, which like happens. Like I thought like recently, like three billboards outside, like Ebbing's Missouri. I think that movie is really bad and people really loved it. Um, I think there once upon a time in Hollywood, I was mad. I didn't walk out of the theater for that one. One, it's so long Two, I just, I really don't think that movie is good. Um, there's so many feet in it. I feel like Quentin Tarantino must be trolling us at this point. Um, also I just think it really, I, I'm not a fan of that one at all. Um, and also this one's a little more mild. It didn't give me as much like pure, anger that i feel like once upon a time in hollywood did um but it was similarly like i can't believe i stuck out through that whole thing was um uh, what was that space movie with brad pitt recently where he's like sad about uh, his dad add something oh add af no add astra astra was i was gonna say like add astra but i think that's an actor's guild thing <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's something like add astra or add astra yeah. I, I can't remember what it's called but that movie i think really um thinks the audience is stupid there is like a voice over the whole time it didn't let you deduce anything on your own and also i just think the conclusion was pretty bad wow all right i think it looked cool that one at least looked cool it had like interesting ideas that i wish it explored further gotcha but yeah those are my answers don't yell at me please hot takes (laughs) i'm not yelling over here (laughs) uh 38 who's your favorite actor or actress oh fun i mean I feel like that ebbs and flows. You know what I mean? Because they're like people who I'm like, well, I saw them in this movie and now I have to see all their work. Um, I, you know, there's also like people who I like, like I love Sandra Bullock. I think she's a very funny actor. Uh, I think she's a great comedic actor. Um, But I don't think she's like the best actor in the world. And I think a lot of her movies are like not amazing quality, but very (laughs) fun to watch. Whereas I feel like someone like Natalie Portman or like Amy Adams both have like kind of a range of like, you know the shitty rom-com or whatever but also like these really kind of fun risk roles that feel more the challenging which i really enjoy so yeah. i i think i think that those two are probably actors who i'm like y'all really uh like have a they have like a wide range and i think they're going to consistently do interesting work probably for the rest of their careers i would imagine yeah i think amy adams especially like yeah you mentioned, has been really killing it the last like yes six years or so like yeah. Yeah. And I, I love her because I remember seeing her, um, I saw Enchanted, which I think was sort of a breakout thing for her. Oh, yeah. And I was like 15 and I loved that movie. I still love that movie. I think it rules. Um, but I started following her career and I like watched Junebug soon after and I started watching a lot of her stuff that was like smaller. But like Junebug, I feel like people don't always know she was nominated for an Oscar for Junebug like way before anybody knew who she was. Um, and wow. Junebug's also really good. She didn't, I don't think she's won an Oscar yet. She's been nominated a number of times, I think more recently too, but it was like Junebug was one of her first, I think, major films and she was like nominated, but I think it might've been Drop Dead Gorgeous was her first like real film. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Like I say like real as in like bigger picture, wider audience. I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, 
39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors are running through the kitchen? I have only seen Jurassic Park all the way through, I think, once. I think maybe oh. I saw bits of it as a child. This is not a movie that I've been nostalgic for. It was a movie <laughs> that I saw once because I think I told someone, like, I think maybe I've seen parts of this on TV. And my friend was like, oh, my God, we have to watch it. And I watched it. I'm like, it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> it's a dinosaur movie. <laughs> Those are always the best scenarios to watch a movie when someone, like, grabs you by the shoulders and pressures you into it. Exactly. <laughs> you better it's also enjoy like- this. I think it's so hard to see movies like that where it's like so in the zeitgeist of our society that like nothing is going to surprise me in it. Like it's so hard to watch that movie and be like, this is a fresh slate movie where it's like, (laughs) well, I've seen like all of these scenes just like jumbled up out of context. You know what I mean? Yeah. You already know it without ever having seen it. Exactly. Yes. Uh, Question 40. First show as a kid you got really into. Oh, interesting. I mean, really into I feel like it's a loaded term. I'm going to say I really enjoyed SpongeBob. I think mm. SpongeBob, I, I remember the first episode, I was like at the right age when that first episode aired. So I really watched a lot of SpongeBob growing up. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's the one that we like got a lot of like merch for, you know, it would be like, I had a SpongeBob pillow and like, you know, SpongeBob Christmas gifts. Um, I think, I feel like SpongeBob was like the real boom of like, here's a whole lot of shit that you could buy that has SpongeBob's face on it. You know oh, what I it mean? certainly did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 41, who should play you in a movie of your life? Oh my goodness. I mean, I'd love Marissa Tomei to do it. Whether she will, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that's, that's a hard thing for me to choose, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say wishful thinking marissa tomei i think she would crush it like what <laughs> name me a bad marissa tomei role i'm Can't. waiting impossible <laughs> yes <laughs> you can't <laughs> oh that's a great one uh 42 who's the biggest celebrity you've ever met in person in person um probably i've met um Keegan Michael Key, that's his name, right? Oh, I met him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I worked in, you know, I worked at a comedy theater for like four years and I've been mm. in comedy for a long time. So I, we would have, you know, bigger name guests. Um, you know, Ira Glass, he did some stuff at our theater. Oh, wow. so, but it's like, you know, quote unquote, meet them is like, hey, you know, shake your hand on the manager here. Like, here's a water. Would you like a wine? Here's the green room. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah, they don't remember me. If they do, it's vaguely as like, oh, sure. She was the house manager at this theater. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I, I that still totally counts because like, yeah. you know, anyone else, they'll go up like, could I get a picture? Like, that's as much of an interaction, if not less than yours, you know? (laughs) Yeah, so I think those, probably those. Um, I'm also not really one. I find that, like, doing, like, meet and greets or, like, you know, I think it's different when it's like, hey, I just saw you in a concert, like, sign my album. But, like, overall, I think, like, meeting celebrities or asking for photos. I personally, I'm not, this is not a judgment on anybody else, but personally, I find that a little bit embarrassing where I'm, like, I don't want anything that like sets a power dynamic between us where like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I want us to be equals to people just talking. Yeah. And I kind of also always feel a little bit uncomfortable with like the parasocial aspect of celebrities sometimes where like, if I have any chance I'm going to meet someone, I don't ever want to know anything about them that, that they didn't tell me themselves, you know? I think that's a, again, a very healthy way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe who knows? <laughs> 
I, I think that's being true. able to enjoy a fandom is also nice. Yeah, Sometimes true. me getting in my head about like, oh, I don't know if I can now, you know, is like not as good. <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah. It should be noted. I have no doctor. Please do not take life <laughs> advice from this podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, 43, a TV show or a podcast that you love, but you don't think anyone else knows about. Oh, okay. I have been yelling about this TV show since it came out. I love it so much. Every time someone is like, does anybody have any recommendations for shows? It is on Netflix. It is called Losers. It is a short documentary series. Each episode is about 30 minutes. They're very watchable. It's a short documentary series about people who are in sports or just other aspects of their life where they are like, quote unquote, losers in them um but it's really uplifting and it's really you know it's not like a self-help kind of show it's just like really really well done it's very stylistically done um it's really entertaining and everybody's story is really interesting i recommend starting with the surya bonali episode it is phenomenal i think even if that's the only one you watch fine but the rest are like all interesting some are very funny some are a little bit more like harrowing i think it's a shame the first episode is like about this guy who boxes and i think it's like one of the least memorable episodes unfortunately Mm. um whereas some of them there's like one about this guy who was like had like a ton of potential in basketball and like had all these opportunities and kind of squandered them and it was sort of about how he found success later in his life playing basketball and it's just they're all really well done and really interesting character pieces um and i think that they tell they all tell really interesting stories of success and they all like the surya bonali episode explores like race in um figure skating like for those who don't know surya bonali is a, a an ice skater and she is incredible and she was like very successful in ice skating but she never got first place despite the fact that she was doing things like doing backflips on the ice which they eventually made illegal but a lot of them is like these are things like part of it is like she didn't fit the mold of like a pretty white woman ice skater you know anyway it's a great show i recommend watching it losers on netflix uh it's very watchable that's wow yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh let's see 44 favorite comedian oh this is hard favorite oh actually it's not hard it's um probably amy sedaris i think amy sedaris is so funny i think she's so singular um she's so weird she's not afraid of like looking ugly or dumb which i really like i love all of her dumb characters i think at home with amy sedaris is so incredibly funny and really right up my alley and i also think her show strangers with candy like many um comedies some jokes don't age so well a little offensive nowadays but like i think still overall very funny um and just like real goofy comedy i think she's so solid yeah strangers with candies is one of those shows like growing up it was like yes. on late night tv and i was like <laughs> this is molding me and i have no idea why <laughs> like it's so yes good. i love that show <laughs> oh gosh uh 50, uh, 50 45 <laughs> best saturday night live cast member oh gosh i really love kristen wig you know, I think I think for everybody for Saturday Night Live, the season they love or like the era they love is the season they started with. And for me, that was like when I started watching SNL or like the period I watched was like when like it was like Kristen Wiig and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler and like Maya Rudolph and just like this really awesome group of comedians, I thought. But I'm going to yeah. say I love Kristen Wiig. And I think she also has done some interesting movies since both in comedy and out of comedy. Yeah, she is a she's a force. Yes. 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've ever done? I mean, I worked in the video game industry for almost four years. Does that count? Next every box. Yep. yep. <laughs> 47, least favorite state. Wow. Least favorite state. 
That's a toughie. I don't know if I have a good answer for this. Cause I, I, I do also, I, I don't know. I think the Midwest, you know, maybe ain't for me. Um, but I have also haven't been to a ton of the Midwest, you know, I think there are good things and interesting things about every state. And I think you can find like interesting food and interesting culture in pretty much any state. Yeah. Um, I would say, so this is not me saying I don't, this is my least favorite, but I did go to a wedding in Minneapolis. Granted it was in January. Um, but I went to a wedding in Minneapolis and everyone talked about Minneapolis left and right before I went there. Everyone loved it. And maybe it's great to live. I found it mostly uninteresting. Mm. Um, I found, I think also coming from New York, like a lot of the stuff that's like, you got to check this place out. It's so cool. I'm like, some of it was like, there's that place where you get a burger and there's like the cheese on the inside of it. Um, and that was pretty cool. Even though the cheese came out like a hot gun and like burned my face. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> but like overall, I felt like a lot of the like good places were good, but they felt like chainy. They didn't have like the personality or like the grit that I think yeah. I was hoping or expecting. It still felt like the Midwest, you know, which is like, yeah. oh, what are you going to do? It's the Midwest. <laughs> Especially coming from New York or like I'm yeah. from New Jersey. So I've been to New York yes. tons of times. Like, yeah anywhere else is a little bit of a come down <laughs> like if i'm being totally so honest yeah <laughs> uh, but again that's a very broad sentence for an entire world yes, uh, but yes yeah. uh 48 best thing you've ever won wow ah that's hard i don't know one as best thing i've ever won um i'm not sure i would say i have entered 3 like the first three sweepstakes I ever entered, I won all three of them. Um, and I don't what? think I ever really entered one again. It was like, right when I turned 18, I was like, I can do this now. And I entered one for parks and recreation. I got a signed parks and rec script, which is the one where they married the gay penguins. That's a uh, yeah, good episode. Two, uh, Classic. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Signed yeah. by the cast. I don't remember what the other two are. I'm sure it was just like junk prizes. I still have the script. I don't think I have the other things, but I, I did want when, my first three sweepstakes you've got so. the golden touch you're apparently you're three for three hundred percent record <laughs> unbelievable uh 49 is there anything you've collected or had a collection hmm. of i uh collected watches for a while Ooh. um and i still have my watch collection i mean i maybe have like 12 it's not like a ton of watches but i wanted to get interesting ones i really love mickey mouse watches i have a number of them one of my favorites was one because i had a number of that were just like mickey one that was mini and then one i really liked was this goofy watch that i still wear sometimes i really love it but the hands go backwards um mm. which is interesting i really like that watch a lot on um, purpose they go backwards this yeah, is like purpose. you hit it it's against goofy. the coffee table <laughs> no 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> they go backwards okay. so you have to like read the clock backwards so i like learned how to read the clock backwards and i got used wow. to it so it's like weird switching back and forth sometimes but yeah very cool uh yeah. question 50 i think you know this one <laughs> dubbed the ryan davis you're in a fight to the death with another oh, person okay. equal to your size offered either an aluminum baseball bat six inch nine serrated knife knowing the weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent which do mm -hmm. you choose knife no question that is the correct answer. Uh -huh. Thank you. Had too many people say bad on this show. No, it's nice. It's Come nice. <laughs> Quickly, I don't have much time. I traveled here from the future. That's right, the future. To let you know that you need to subscribe to this podcast and rate and review it. If that's what you pastlings still do. Also, 
in my infinite future wisdom, which I have because that's where I'm from, I'm here to tell you who made the wonderful music that you've been hearing through this whole episode. The song playing right now is from the Mini Vandals, the next song is from DJ Williams, the opening song is from Diala, and the closing one is from Single Friend. But here's my time portal now. The only way to keep it afloat is to listen to the rest of this episode. Obviously, you're known for your uh, work at Giant Bomb. Yes. You're known for your comedy, I would say. Right. Thank you. And I hope so. <laughs> uh, I would certainly say so. <laughs> uh, and now you're known for your uh, streaming of video games also, uh, which sure, I think yeah. you're doing a fantastic job at, oh, by the way. Yes. Um, but if I had one question to ask you, and luckily I do, <laughs> <laughs> where did the fandom of Bjork come from? You mentioned it a little bit offhand earlier, but I know you're a huge fan and you're one of the few people that I hear talk so positively positively about her. Um, yes. And I just want to know where that comes from. Um, not, not in a bad way. I really no, like sure, her stuff. Sure. I just don't know her that much. And I love yeah. hearing someone who's so passionate about her. Yes. I think her music is just phenomenal. Um, I think what happened for me was I like grew up you know, I listened to her here and there, similar to like the iPod thing of like, hey, they're, you know, hyper ballad. The the big songs are like on there. I know those songs. Yeah. I enjoy them. Never really dug deeper. I think I watched Dancer in the Dark, um, which I believe is in its t- entirety on YouTube. So y'all can watch it too. I'd say, yeah, do it that way. Don't pay for it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I watched that one and it like, for those who don't know, it's like a very, it's like a manipulatively depressing movie. That's kind of the whole point of it is it's like a musical, mm. but it is like relentlessly depressing in kind of the opposite way that musicals are like relentlessly cheery. Um, and I watched it over like a holiday weekend where I really didn't see many people and it like wrecked me and I had no one to talk about it with, but the soundtrack in it is like phenomenal. And Bjork is like really an amazing actor in it. Wow. Um, so I really got into that soundtrack and I was like, I should listen to more of her stuff. And I actually, I think like maybe around the time I watched this movie, I also went to see her exhibit at the MoMA, uh, which overall people didn't like the exhibit so much, but I enjoyed the parts I saw. I mean, I walked through and like watched her music video, Black Lake in this sort of like 3d surround sound kind of two screen room. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, I should get into her music. And I like started listening to it more. And then I just think I like listened to her body of work and really enjoyed it. And just got really into it from there. And then I think seeing her live a couple years after that, like really like, you know how sometimes you just see someone live and you're like, holy shit, this is an experience that like changed me. Not to be dramatic, but it was a thing where like I saw her live and I left and was like, I just have to like go on the subway and act like my life is normal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, I just think she's a really amazing musician. I love her work. Um, and I think she's really pushed a lot of boundaries as far as like genres um and I think she's continually evolving and like doing really interesting stuff and working with really interesting people like I think she is really like taught me a lot about like the importance of collaboration like even just from like from her makeup to you know some of the producers she's worked with like she's worked a lot with Arca who whose music I also really like she has some really good stuff as well she's a Venezuelan um, producer and DJ 
Um, I believe she's Venezuelan. Um, but anyway, um, but Bjork, you know, I think she just does interesting work. Um, and I think, you know, I do talk about it a lot. I think partially just because like I saw her live and I was like, it was just like a, a brain worm for me, especially as it like inspired me to do more work, you know, it sort of kept me kind of thinking about it. Um, but I just, I think she just does some cool shit. Um, and I think her music is just really good. It just really, it's just like my kind of music. I like, uh, weird artsy fartsy shit, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And she certainly qualifies in the best way. Um, Sure. I think especially lately. Yeah. But we got more questions. Okay, great. 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now i think it's a photo yeah it's a photo of um human shrek <laughs> of a... there's like shrek <laughs> as like a human um and that's mm-hmm. what it is here i can show you he's not an o he's not in his ogre form he's in his oh human form. yeah <laughs> i don't know why i changed it to this i don't remember the context but there we go before it was sally ride but now it's human <laughs> shrek. <laughs> both inspirational both great <laughs> yes uh, 52 what's the last thing you googled i think i googled because i was streaming the Sims, so i think i googled like how to put a sims flooring with like a half tile oh yeah interesting uh 53 have to name your next pet without seeing them what do you name them i think i think i would name them chimney sweep that's strong that's really strong <laughs> uh 54 what professional wrestler would you compare yourself to i really don't know enough about wrestling i feel like my go-to is hulk hogan but he i don't want to be like hulk hogan he seems real bad but he's got that fun he's got the fun person like yeah brother yeah, yeah. brother um but i don't want to be hulk hogan i don't have a fun answer that, that's fair at least just take that one aspect of him. The, <laughs> yes. the yeah, yeah, brother. <laughs> the bro aspect. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, 55. What's your comfort food on a bad day? I think mac and cheese. I think mm. that's a fun go-to. I can make it real easy. It's delicious. I like it. It feels like home. Just hearty. Yeah. yeah. 56. Favorite smell? I like a citrus smell. I like like a clean, soapy citrus smell. I don't like anything too perfumey. But I like just a, a smell that's like, this is clean, you know? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, best candy. Ooh. I, you know, I, I think it's important to have a balance. So I like having a little bit of a chocolatey thing, but I like having a little bit of a, like, sour thing. So I'm going to say, mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to say Warheads. Warheads are kind of a wild choice. You don't want to eat too many of them, but I'm going to say Warheads. Wow. Yeah. You're very bold. That's what I'm getting <laughs> out of this. Bold decisions. I like it. Yes. 58 worst candy worst candy mm-hmm. i think are gumdrops i think the texture is mostly disappointing they're like too soft they're softer mm. than you expect them to be and i think i always want them to be tart and they are just like sweet through and through but in like the most inter- uh, like uninteresting way yeah. i'm gonna say like gumdrops yeah. they 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 feel like almost medicine candy you know <laughs> <laughs> uh 59 what's a restaurant you would recommend oh I'm going to recommend uh, Pinocchio's Pizza in Harvard Square in Cambridge, Massachusetts. It is a really delicious pizza place. Get a Sicilian pizza, the square pizzas. I think it's yeah. some of the best. I think it's best pizza in Boston um, and just some of the best pizza I've had in general. It's really it's killer. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what's a food you've never eaten? 
Oh, I don't know. I'm sure a lot. Never eaten. I don't think I've ever had artichoke. Really? Yeah. I'd be curious to try it. But it's, uh, I have no idea how to cook artichoke. I have heard it's kind of like a nutty flavor or like a buttery flavor, like a meaty buttery. I don't know. Like, I have no idea what it even tastes like, you know? Yeah. I feel like someone's described it to me and they made it seem like it was like a soft texture too. I don't know. I'd say artichoke. Depending on how you have them, yeah. You can get them like in a jar, like artichoke hearts or whatnot, oh, right. which I think yeah. is the stem. I don't know. Yeah. I'm no chef. <laughs> uh, what's the strangest food that you have eaten? Um, when I was in Iceland and I didn't know how unethical it was when I ordered this, I will say, um, mm-hmm. I did order whale. Um, and I tried it and it was a thing that I was like, I want to be adventurous. I'm in Iceland. I ordered whale. And then it came out and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like it looked unappetizing. I ate it. It was not good. It was like a weird, like it kind of looked like steak mixed with like tuna, but it was like real mm. bloody tasting and like uh. just an awful texture. Um, do not recommend. Okay. <laughs> Very fair. No blue lagoon. <laughs> no blue lagoon. Yeah. And no whale. Yes. I also wanted to eat horse while I was there. Um, but I kept being told that the horses weren't in season. <laughs> so I would, the whole time I kept joking, like that the horses weren't ripe yet, <laughs> but I think it was just like, we came in like winter or spring or something and they need to, must be a different time of year for horses. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> the horse tree wasn't right um so what's strangest food oh no i just asked you this strangest <laughs> food you have eaten yeah uh 62 what's a typical day off Oof. i mean right now it's not an interesting answer um i'm gonna say i'm gonna cater this answer to when i was like working and it was like not quarantine yeah like a, t- yeah. a typical day off then i think was still probably working in a different way like mm. i really like being busy so you know i would have a full-time job and then i would do comedy in like the evenings and comedy at you know other days so i think it wouldn't be uncommon for me to have like a show in the evening and then like maybe get lunch with a friend and like maybe shoot something or write something midday um but if it's like a real off day where i'm like really not doing anything it's probably just like sitting on the couch watching some movies watching tv maybe writing a little comedy or something scrolling through the internet but yeah very nice (laughs) uh 63 what's a bucket list item that you've accomplished huh i mean traveling's a big one i will also say i don't know i feel a little weird i we've talked about saint vincent quite a bit but i did get to play Fortnite with saint vincent which was just like a weird novelty um so i think that was that's that's an interesting thing to both have like under my belt for my career um but also just you know personally it's it's a little weird to come full circle like that because i have been listening to saint vincent's music since i was like 14 since she put out her first album in like 2007 um so it's a little weird to like come full circle and be like well we uh (laughs) i've hung out with her for like a half hour like an hour and it's like on camera and like granted you know we're not friends or anything i you probably forgot about it immediately but i feel like i've we've interacted enough that like there's a vague memory of like she has an idea of who i am which is like still (laughs) a little bizarre (laughs) you know like it was one of those things where when i was like editing it after i like you know because doing recording the video i was very much like whatever she's another person and i very much got into my working mode of like well i'm hosting a video i just want to make her comfortable i want to make this entertaining so it was like really pretty easy to do it just felt like doing any other video because i've done a zillion gaming videos with like semi strangers before so just kind of felt like more of that but like after the fact when i was editing it it was both like well normal as hell and then also i would take half a second and be like 
oh my god what is this you know what i mean i mean i think it's just impressive that you put that into the ether <laughs> like i'm gonna play uh, fortnite with st vincent eventually <laughs> right. And then what? It felt like six months later, it just happened. It wasn't very long. It was, no. I think I started doing it in like June because it was like started around the time of quarantine. Uh, it was like, yeah. I think mid June ish. And then it was September, I think was when we shot it. Um, Even more impressive. Yeah. Really? There, yes. It was like 10 <laughs> episodes. Of, so it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's say 64. Bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Wow, what a rude question. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Oof. Um, Real come down, that's for sure. I mean, I think statistically and realistically, I probably won't be like a millionaire or anything. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, which is maybe probably better off. Um, but I'm going to say that one probably. Unless someone starts tipping you a lot of Bitcoin or whatever <laughs> real <Yes>. quickly. <laughs> uh, 65, dubbed by previous guests, the realist question of the bunch. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because I think, you know, I think one of my strengths, I've moved a lot in my life. And I think one of my strengths is really staying in touch with people. Um, And for the most part, even if I don't talk to them every day, I still keep in touch with a lot of my friends. Uh, and those who I haven't kept in touch with, it wasn't because I didn't like them or whatever. It was just because it was like, well, maybe we had a temporary friendship and that was like perfect for our needs at the time, but not necessarily th- something I needed to maintain for the rest yeah. of my life. And I feel like my lifelong friends, I'm still in touch with. That's uh, such a great aspect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, 66. What's a game that makes you feel nostalgic? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I think weirdly, this is not exactly nostalgia, but I was, I, I really got into um, uh, Bioshock Infinite and I mm. remember eating a lot of Domino's pizza while playing it. So for whatever reason, I associate the two and it just feels like a very specific snapshot in my life where it's like, I'm not necessarily nostalgic for it, but it was like such a clear, like, me at this time was this game at this place with this food you know yeah i i, I like that because i think a lot of people will have that in like certain parts of their lives yeah. that are like snapshotted like that yeah the mind works in fascinating ways <laughs> uh 67 what game have you spent the most time playing Ooh. ever it's probably the sims 4 if we're talking about ever it's the sims 4 Ooh. i don't know why i had to think of it. it's the sims 4 4 I, specifically I mean, Yes, because The Sims 4, it's been out for like five years. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. It's also been out at a time when I have been both doing it for work and doing it for pleasure and like seeing parts of it. And I, this is like one of the few Sims where I've actually had all of the DLCs. Mm. So it's like, I really played a lot of it. I've seen all of it. I've also just put a number of hours into it. So yeah, I would say it's it's The Sims 4. It's a good one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would <laughs> hope so if you put that on <laughs> uh 68 what's something you've built with your own hands um i built a coffee table i mean my dad helped me with that one a bit i built you know uh, so i got rid of the bed at this point but in my old apartment i built a coffee table which i still have it's in my studio now um i built a coffee table it's got a concrete top and like a wooden base and then i also built a bed which is just like a platform it's just like a flat platform very minimalist that being said i don't think it's actually very good for your i think i later learned that like you need to have like the aerated like 
like wood yeah. to like keep your bed aerated. I think it can get like moldy or something if you don't, which I didn't realize. My bed uh, seems yeah. to be fine. I don't know. But um, <laughs> don't lift it up, please. <laughs> <laughs> I have built, yeah, I've built those two things. And I've, I've also sewn a lot. I used to sew a lot of these little like little trinkety dolls for people. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I would like make themselves in it basically. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, 69 best pickup line i don't are there any good pickup lines i mean i think the best pickup line is sincerity right yeah. i think the best pickup line is being yourself and being okay with thing with like there not being compatibility right like hmm. i think the best pickup line is being like hey let me get to know you let me flirt a little bit let me joke around let me have some fun and then also if like hey things aren't gelling like whatever no nothing wrong with you nothing wrong with me we're just not right for each other gotcha yeah uh yeah i think over the more and more interviews i do that's becoming the answer <laughs> just one turns out yeah Weird. yeah <laughs> uh 70 have you ever had any good nicknames mm, i mean people i feel like people now know me as abby from brooklyn which is kind of a fun one i don't know if it's exactly a nickname because it does have my real name in it but that's a fun sure. one um which it started from the trivia show hq um but i'll say that one what a weird phenomenon that was for like <laughs> two months uh 71 do you believe in love at first sight no not at all i do believe in um if two parties are interested in like making it work you can make it work assuming both parties are like willing to do the work and like communicate which mm. is why i think oftentimes like arranged marriages tend to work pretty well because i think both people Damn. are going into it knowing like i mean i don't ha- i don't know a ton about it but from, but from what i hear it seems like arranged marriages are relatively successful yeah. um depending on your criteria for success i guess but like i think because like both parties are know what they're in they're getting in for it's like a clear agreement at the top and i do think kind of for the most part you can find a way to love anybody um as someone who's like you know i think if you spend enough time with a person you know not everything about them might be your cup of tea but i think you can learn to grow fondness for anyone for the most part oh that's very insightful yes uh 72 what's a big turn off of yours um i don't know i would say probably like poor hygiene that's that's a real stinker to if you excuse the pun (laughs) (laughs) not often on someone's high uh, list of attributes i want a real stinky person <laughs> yeah but you know important and surprisingly not sometimes ignored you know what i mean yeah oh yeah as someone who yeah. went to several comic cons <laughs> yes uh 73 do you consider yourself an artist i guess so i think i would be more likely to consider myself a creative before i consider myself an artist hmm. yeah that's a that's a, a nice delineation yeah uh, 74 what's something you tried to cook and failed like everything i cook <laughs> i'm not a very good cook i don't enjoy it um i um yeah i don't know i mean i i really have not been very adventurous in cooking so i don't think i have a super interesting answer for that one okay everything but mac and cheese uh, <laughs> yeah 75 dubbed the ben hansen after the first guest of this year's show oh what's the greatest piece of art ever made ever made ever made 
what I'm quickly finding out is the most hyperbolic, exaggerated <laughs> question of the bunch. Um, greatest piece of art ever made. I'm going to just talk through until I think of an answer. I love art. I love going to museums. And I think there's, I also really love, I think this is an impossible answer. And I'll say, I'll say why. I think one, a greatest piece of anything is like never going to happen. Right. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, everything is like changing. There's always like, this is good in some ways, but not in that way. It's like, it's all personal. I think greatest pieces of art. I think we have a lot of influential pieces of art. I also think a lot of our art history canon is written by white men. And that really influences what con- is considered great art. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that like, you know, there's a whole delineation of high art and low art and everything in between. And I think low art is just as important to society as high art and vice versa. Um, and I think that they both influence each other in really interesting ways. Um, I also think, you know, something that's important to me, it might be like a movie or a piece of music, but something that's important to someone else might be like a painting or a sculpture or whatever. Um, so I think there's no way to answer that question. And I think I really, really love art. I love going to art museums. It's one of the things I miss the most, I think in quarantine, aside from like seeing my friends is just like going to art museums. Uh, when I was in college, I had like a three hour gap between classes and I was, you know, going to college in New York. So I would just go to a different museum every week. Um, and it was amazing. And I miss doing that. I love going to museums and I love art. And I think sometimes art is fucking stupid as shit, but I think just going to a museum, even for an hour, I find so enriching. Yeah. 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 I think (laughs) the greatest piece of art is a love of art. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great answer. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't count because I said it. 76. (laughs) Have you ever had something happen to you? You would consider paranormal. No. I don't really believe in the paranormal. Sorry. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? Sure, but I wouldn't believe it. <laughs> I think it's all pretty explained. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that kind of stuff is fun and kitschy, but I don't think it's real. Gotcha. Uh, 78. Simply why? Why what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? Gosh, I think I would want to go into the future and see what's what. Mm. Um, I think it's also a hard question because, like, if you go into the future, would I die of all the like future diseases? But if I go into the past, would I kill them from all the future diseases? Ooh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I want to go into the future and see what the world is like because, like, I can study the past and it's going to be you know flawed and inaccurate the studies, but I can have an understanding of what it's like. But there's no real way to know what the future is going to be like. Yeah that's that's great yeah what, st- i still think of it to this day <laughs> i heard someone uh answering this question not on my show keep in mind so <laughs> some on um, some better show and they were like <laughs> how crazy would it be if you were in a time machine and you turn the dial up and there was just an end date like <gasps> no like how oh and yeah. i think you could hear my thoughts on that on my screenplay <laughs> um 80 have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it Hmm. I mean, I got into comedy on kind of a whim. Um, that was like a night before, you know, I had always wanted to do improv and it was like a night before I was like at the end of a relationship. And I was like, kind of, it was like a thing where I was like, knew this relationship was going to end. I was probably gonna lose all my friends for it. And I was like, I need a social outlet. So like the night before an improv class started, I signed up for it and I really haven't stopped doing it since. That's yeah. That a hundred percent counts. That's great. Yeah. Uh, 81 what game show past or present would you love to be a contestant on 
I, okay, so this is a little different. I do really like game shows. Um, I think my answer is I've got a secret. And there was Ooh. one probably around the early aughts that had like Amy Yazbek in it, who I really enjoyed on the show. And I thought it was a fun dynamic of people. I would want to be one of the guessers though. I wouldn't want to be the person who was answering questions. But the I've got a secret is just like you had a host and a guest and the guest had like a secret. So sometimes the secret is like, I'm uh, Coolio's hairdresser. Sometimes it's like, I'm the best bubble blower. And like the, there was like a celebrity, they're all like doulas celebrities, but they're like celebrity celebrities who were there like asking questions. Um, and I really enjoyed that show. And they, they would, they could only ask yes or no questions. They had like certain time periods per guest. Mm-hmm. And they, they would have to like figure out what the secret was. That's a great, a, a <laughs> slightly obscure, but I love it. Yes. <laughs> uh, 82. What's a quote that you love? Um, I think one I think about a lot, especially as someone who is very online is there is a quote, I don't remember who said it or exactly what it is, but it's basically what it, the idea of it is like, if you argue with a, an idiot, people from the outside looking in don't know who the idiot is, um, mm. which I think is like very well put for the internet. And I think a lot of the times it is thinking about that has helped me to not to respond to like just stupid fucking comments. I'm like, it's not worth my time. I'm not going to get into it. And also I've learned in trying to do that, that like, I'm not going to change their mindset. So like, why, why even do it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. The internet is the best and worst thing (laughs) that we have. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, 83. What's the best shirt that you own? Um, right now I really like, so I'm wearing like a collared, like, it's like a little oversized. It's like a very classic button up shirt with like the blue stripes. It's like mm-hmm. a white button up with blue stripes. It's comfortable. It's oversized. I like it. I can wear it a bunch of different ways. I'm also wearing, um, a sweater my mom made that has like <gasps> the made? king of hearts. I know. Is this amazing? That's incredible. For, for the um, audio listeners, it's a full <laughs> like king of hearts art card and it's the whole thing and it's even got the heart on the back oh my gosh that's it's, crazy yes. impressive she did a, yeah she did an amazing job it's like a gift a while ago but oh yeah that's amazing <laughs> i'm very impressed because i'm bad at sewing and knitting and that's really good yeah i would say these these are my this is my favorite shirt right now but overall my favorite shirt that i've had for a number of years that i actually stole from an ex was this shirt from this old club in boston called um ceremony it was like a goth club and it's a shirt that has like two women fighting on it and it's called it says goths gone wild and i really love it (laughs) pretty good yeah uh 84 would you change your middle name no i don't think so i'm fine with it i don't think about it much and i think it sounds fine with the rest of my name so no (laughs) what is your middle name if you don't mind it's noel oh very nice yeah i think it rolls well (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 85. What's a good impression you can do? Um, I mean, I can do a pretty good Jennifer Coolidge, but I feel like I also stole that from Juno Birch, who was doing it first, but she like cracked the code on it. But then I tried doing them like, oh, that's easy and fun. She's like, oh, God, I'm taking the dog, dumbass. You know, that's like from like, (laughs) I'm Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, God. Very strong. <laughs> also, I think our second Jennifer Coolidge. Really? I'm telling you, Jeno, Juno Birch like started a trend. She, they cracked the code. <laughs> I know. The Coolidge code. <laughs> uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get but are glad you didn't get? Um, I think 
you know, I have a, a number of tattoos that I really like now. And I think I don't regret any of them. I think I learned, there's some that I'd be like, well, maybe I should have got this over that. But I think overall I learned from them and I had interesting experiences or I like, you know, got something out of them that wasn't just like a piece of body art. Um, but I got my first tattoo when I was 18 and got my second one pretty soon after, and then didn't again for like 10 years, basically almost 10 years, actually not quite like probably like seven years, seven or eight, but anyway, but, um, I wanted more tattoos and like my second experience getting it was like not exactly what I wanted. And I think I was like, not, I, I think my taste has changed a lot which is fine. I think my taste will change a lot in another 10 years. And maybe I'll look back at these tattoos and be like, Oh boy. But I think all in all, all of these tattoos I've gotten are interesting. They are, they're pretty contemporary. And a lot of them are like flash, which is like the artist's pre-made work that you choose from. Um, oh. Usually they only do it once uh, versus like a custom thing, which is, I think is how a lot of people who are new to tattoos view tattooing, but I really got into the Brooklyn tattoo scene and got a lot of really interesting work done. So I'm just glad that I didn't start getting a lot of tattoos um, when I was younger and had different tastes. And I think I would have gotten much less interesting work done. Um, I also think I would have probably gotten a lot of color tattoos. And I think I don't like the look of color tattoos nowadays. I think that for the most part, black tattoos age much better, like black and gray. And I also think that they look more cohesive when you have a bunch of them. Mm, yeah i think it's really hard to make color tattoos you really have to like plan ahead if you want to make all of the color tattoos in your body to work well together yeah yeah uh 87 how would you describe your 16 year old self oh i think like probably lonely (laughs) it's it's like i that was like a real not a fun time for me (laughs) i like had just moved schools and it was just yeah it was not a fun time Uh, that's rough that's rough in addition to just the roughness of being 16 yes. in general. Uh 88, what's the worst injury you've ever had? I've never broken anything. I sprained my ankle playing roller derby, but that was pretty mild. Uh when I was on the dive team, oh actually I, I chipped my two front, front teeth. It's probably that. I chipped oh, my two front teeth. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um yeah, I was uh riding on a skateboard when I was like seven or eight, probably. I was riding a skateboard in an ab- abandoned gas station but i was riding it like a dog like on my hands and knees uh-huh. and then i hit a hole and just face to the concrete uh, uh. <laughs> yeah i still have like a scar on my lip too that like you can kind of see it's like a little bump but uh yeah these wow. two teeth fake as fuck <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah what a hardcore kid uh 89 what's a habit of yours you want to break I wish I had better sleeping habits. I think overall, I think I wish I was better about going to bed earlier and waking up earlier, but I'm kind of a night owl, but so tough. I think also just like hitting snooze in the morning. is like a tough one for me. Yeah. Uh, 90 on the home stretch here. Have you ever lied on your resume? No, not really. No, (laughs) maybe I should have, but I haven't. (laughs) 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? No. I've never been in a physical altercation. Nice. Until those nine-year-olds come and march you down. <laughs> then they'll see. Uh, 92, would you ever go to a nude beach? Sure, yeah. Um, I was going to go with my friend Tom, because uh, he goes to nude beaches a lot, and it just seemed fun. It's, like, a little weird to go to one with, like, a friend. But I think once you get over the, like, ooh, <laughs> like, we're naked, it's, like, fine. Um, but, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was going to go, like, a couple summers ago with a friend. And it just, like, I think we were, I was just busy. It never really happened. Because nice. there's, like, one, I think, it might be in Jersey. He, like, takes a ferry to get there. I don't know. But, um, 
there's a pretty yeah. famous one on like uh sandy hook beach down Maybe that's in new it. jersey yeah yeah i don't know but yeah he uh he seems to have fun it seems like a fun time i'm i for the most part i'm willing to try pretty much anything once at least i'd like to think i am granted push comes to shove who knows but i try to say <laughs> yes to things for the most part again i'm no doctor that seems like a good <laughs> mentality to it uh 93 somehow not the realest question here when was the last time you cried <laughs> oh gosh yeah um you know i haven't cried in a minute which is nice i think the honest answer is my last dream with giant bomb once it ended i had a moment of like that's it and i mm. like almost cried and then didn't and i was like whatever <laughs> and then like moved on to doing whatever <laughs> and then flipped um, the desk over and just walked away <laughs> yes i don't think i was so sad that it was over or that i was like done at giant bomb i think i was just like one of those things a little i was more a little sad that like i was like oh i hope we stay in touch you know it was, it was sad mm-hmm. in the sense of like i hope this isn't the last time i see a lot of these people you know yeah it's that last day of high school mentality yeah. in some ways you know and there's also i felt a little bit i think sad that i couldn't be having a thing in person too of course yeah, yeah. that's yeah this, yeah this year oh <laughs> this year uh 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again Hmm. I'm sure a lot of stuff. Um something I've done and will probably never do again. You know, I don't know. Never say never. I can't think of anything. I hear you. 95. Best compliment you've ever received. Wow. Um, best compliment. I don't know. I mean, I think I like being called funny. <laughs> <laughs> um i think i like being called charming um what i will say it well i think i also you know i had one person call me sweet once and it was more the person who called me sweet that i enjoyed than like Hmm. actually being called sweet necessarily but that one that one felt good nice yeah 96 tell me a joke great so (laughs) (laughs) um So this joke is my favorite joke. It was recently told on a podcast I'm on, the Beast Cast, but it is my favorite joke. So I'm going to tell you anyway. I don't know if you've already heard it, but I might have, um, but I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm bated breath here. <laughs> okay. So there's a guy and he's checking out the grocery store, right? And there's this cute cashier and she's checking him out. She rings him in and she rings him in for like a single TV dinner. And then she rings him in for like one beer and like a small, like one of the smaller bags of chips and like a single, like, like pint of ice cream. And as she's ringing him out, she goes, Hey, are you single? And he goes, yeah, how'd you know? And she says, because you're ugly. (laughs) I think it's so funny. (laughs) Bravo. Bravo. Uh, 97. 97 used to be a question that I wrote that's just not good. So we got rid of it and replaced it with a listener question of the week. Uh, If any wonderful (laughs) listeners have a question they want asked, it's 99questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter. Uh, I would love so, to know this one that you were asking that was bad. Can I know what it is? It was. It's not that bad, but it just, the answers were never good. It was, tell oh. me a lie. Oh, yeah. That's always one of those things where it's like two truths and a lie. And it's like, just, let's just, I saw a tweet recently that, that was like, let's just have three truths and get to know each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's always, because every answer ended up being like, I haven't been to France. Right. <laughs> all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but this question comes to us from the 
<laughs> the great the great brian keese thank you brian Ooh, this is very nice. specific but okay. uh you've recently tweeted uh, this is according to him oh yeah well this one is <laughs> that you are gonna get every fish in Fortnite before your friends did you in fact get every fish in Fortnite before your friends so a little context, I don't know when this airs, but it's December 3rd as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And the new season started December 1st. It's been two days. I haven't been able to play yet today. I downloaded on my Switch, but it didn't download in time to play last night. So I do have a friend who's ahead of me, Oh boy! but ha- doesn't have the full 40 yet. I don't have the full 40. I will. I'm not too worried. I will have it. Okay. If there is any breaking news, I will edit in a, like a Great. breaking news here. Hot <laughs> off the press. We have breaking news into the 99 questions control room. I am just now being handed papers from our Pyro Boys interns that state the following in regards to Abby Russell and her Fortnite fish hunting. She has. Yeah, she hasn't she hasn't completed it yet. She's close, though, but uh, yeah. Thank you, Brian, for the question. <laughs> uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? Wow. Yeah. Big question. You know, I, I'm really proud of the person I am. I think, you know, like every other person, I think I have a lot of growing I still want to do and a lot of things I want to accomplish, but I'm really proud of the things I have accomplished and I'm proud of who I've become, especially from where I was. Like I said, when I was in high school and a teenager and really like my early twenties, I was, um, you know, very withdrawn, I guess. Like I really didn't go out of the way, out of my way to be social. And I think I was a little bit on the defensive side and I couldn't be vulnerable. And I feel like I have really grown a lot on all of those fronts where I feel like I'm very confident in making friends and I feel very secure in the friends that I have and the things that I've done in my life. And I also just feel like I know now, like I'm comfortable enough with myself to be vulnerable and not see that as a weakness or see that as a way someone's trying to get at me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've met people, um, you know, we were talking about turnoffs. I, I think one, I was like dating a person who really could not be vulnerable. And I really saw my former self in that. And I remember being like, this is, I'm sad for you. <laughs> like, I hope you get there one day, you know, like, cause I like 100% understand it, but also like, it's not fun to be around. I think a person who, who, who is so afraid to be honest with themselves. Yeah. hundred percent agree. Yeah. Well, we've reached the top of the mountaintop here. 99. Oh, I can't question. wait. What do you want to be remembered for? Wow. You know, I think uh, an honest answer, like a a fear I have, I think with leaving Giant Bomb is that I will only be remembered for being the first and only woman to work there. Um, And I really hope my work speaks before my personhood and my gender, I guess. Um, 
but I think I just want to be remembered for hopefully, I mean, this may be a lot of things, but I hope, you know, I want to be remembered for being funny and for being a hard worker and for hopefully being kind to people all along the way. Um, I think that's kind of the best I can hope for. And I also think like the fact that hopefully I will get remembered at all is a really wonderful privilege. Um, yeah. I, I, I love it. And let me tell you, you were very funny here Thank and you, you were very kind for agreeing to be here. This is a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, is there anything you would like to promote or plug or put into the ears and ethers of all of our wonderful listeners? Sure. Uh, the floor is yours. Yes. I'm like sort of transitional right now. Like I said, I just love Giant Bomb. So I, uh, I have been streaming to my personal Twitch page pretty regularly. I hope to see you there. It's uh, twitch.tv slash Y-B-B-A-A-A-B-B-Y. That's my handle across everything on Twitter and Instagram as well. If you want to follow me there, you can also just search Abby Russell and a lot of those things will probably come up. Um, but yeah, you know, you can follow, I think Twitter and Twitch are probably the main ones I'm the most active on at the moment. Ladies and gentlemen, the amazing Abby Russell. How great was that? How cool was she? I wish we can keep going, but the red light is on. The music's playing. It's last call time. We got to figure out what we learned here today. We learned that you really have to allow yourself to be vulnerable and honest. It's the only way you're going to be able to grow. And I think karaoke and really dominating that microphone is there any better place to be more vulnerable or more honest? We learn that the only thing cooler than being an astronaut or being a plastic surgeon or even rediscovering low-key songs on your favorite album is a little top-heavy cat by the name of Steven. Lastly, we learn that you can expand your horizons, whether it's through Icelandic singers whether it's through sumo wrestling YouTube channels or even some video game fishing. However you choose to do it, I'm going to give you the next two weeks to figure it out. Two weeks till our next new episode. Thank you, and good night.